I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I need you in one of those giant straw hats that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. (laughs) We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. I loved this episode. You guys, Loved I'm it. I am emotionally exhausted uh-huh. right now. All these years later, you're still exhausted. I feel every feeling. Yeah, that's a lot of crying. Yeah, it's a lot of crying. It's every crying scene. This episode. <laughs> God, but yeah, every cell in my body still feels all of it. 
pathetic. Wow. This was big. Yeah, they they really, there was just so many untied things in the episode before. And there's still a lot of untied things, but it was nice how, sometimes I've seen them, we've seen them do episodes where it's like, they're drawing something out and it's not, they're not solving anything for us yet, but it still feels really boring. And this one, they did a really nice job on because every piece of it felt interesting. Everybody's dealing with a different catastrophe. Yeah. This was such a good episode. Season five, <laughs> episode eight. Please, please, please let me get what I want. Give them the <laughs> synopsis, ladies, because it is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Air date, February 19, 2008. Peyton admits her true feelings to Lucas. Brooke makes a play for oh Owen. And Marvin tries to convince Millicent he's a he's a better man than what she thinks he is. So mm-hmm. Haley wrestles with whether or not to reveal the information that could ruin Lucas's relationship. And Nathan is put in a position that could end his whole marriage. Uh, you think? Uh, yeah. And Lucas and Antoine face the coaching prospect of playing their season opener at a disadvantage. Mm. Directed by Paul Johansson, written oh. by the fabulous Mike Daniels, who ended up marrying Michaela McManus, who plays Lindsay. Like such a happy, happy, gorgeous love story. By the way, Mike and Michaela got married. Brandon Kirsch, our basketball coach, who is also in this episode, and Lisa Goldstein, who plays yep. Millicent, got married. We had so much. There was real love. Yes, cross-pollination. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous, you know, love that came out of this season in particular. My goodness, what an episode. I just hope that Mike and Michaela's real engagement was better than this one because this proposal <laughs> sucked. I mean, but, and to his credit, he took like a sucky thing and like gave everybody really good words. And so by the yeah. end of that journey of the engagement, it's like, oh God, thank God these two are together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was feeling yeah. like, oh, thank God they worked this out until Peyton knocks on the door and I have to snap <laughs> back into reality and be like, oh, nuts. I forgot what side I was on. Yep. I mean, half. The, I mean, the first act was all like recap. Yeah. Were we saving money still? Yeah, probably. But it's amazing that Mike, it just shows what a great writer Mike is because it's amazing yeah. that he was able to take an episode that was full of recap and kind of several of the same type of scenes over and over and over again. I mean, especially for Peyton and Lucas. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? Like you guys were covering one conversation, conversation, but like six different ways. And the fact that he made that so good, he's, this Mm -hmm. is why people are bringing Mike Daniels in to write and run their shows because he's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, he's so, so good. And, you know, to the point of when you take a situation that can be so uncomfortable, i.e., I was doing a menial chore to get my mind off of how angry I was. Who hides a ring in a sock drawer? Like, you're like, oh, everything is so bad. This is bad, 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 bad. And somehow through the tears and the fight and the I'm done feeling like I'm not good enough, it, it does turn into a proposal that you're rooting for. And I had a moment while we were watching it where I was like, I hate this for her. I want this to work. Like, yeah. Cause when she smiled, it was real. Like she's so good when she's like crying. She's so happy. Yeah. When he finally asks, Oh my God, Lindsay is just so good. 
I literally wrote down the joy on her face. This mm -hmm. is played so well. Yeah. It worked. And somehow I was, I was trying to justify, I was like, I guess when you're a kid, you can be confused and your ex-girlfriend who you love and you kiss her back, but then you see the woman you love and you're just like, I got to throw myself into this so that I don't go down a trail that I don't want to go down. And like my brain was running through all the justifications yeah. of, yeah. is this okay? It's not like, it's not okay. But I kind of wanted it to be okay because I think there's so much chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the emotions were just so real. Well, Let's talk about the Lucas stuff because we all were like, oh, God, wrong thing to say. Because he does the same thing to Lindsay that he does to Peyton. Remember with Peyton? Yes. He was like, you don't think I can make it, right? That's oh, why, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. you don't want to marry me because you didn't think I could do it, you right. know? And then with Lindsay, he's like, I was waiting until I knew I had a second book in me because I know you don't want to be married to just the small town basketball coach. Like there is a nerve there. Yeah. And yeah. not saying yeah. it's a bad thing, but boyfriend has a soft spot and don't hit it. It's a bruise. Well, he has such intense imposter syndrome. Yeah. And, you know. So many artists do that it has a name, right? Like imposter syndrome <laughs> is a term. Is a thing. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I I wonder, like, is that his sort of like I I kind of want to roll my eyes at it and go, okay, is that the the writers being annoying, being like, oh, the tortured artist, meh, meh. Like <laughs> the best artists are actually, you know, people who go to therapy and deal with their shit. But um, people think like, I've got to be this tortured artist. I've got to be this addict. I've got to be a mess. And and part of me goes, is that writers romanticizing a tortured artist? Or mm -hmm. is it what's striking me in this moment? Is it a really interesting thing for the brother who grew up on the quote unquote wrong side of the tracks, whose who's, you know, single mom struggled for his whole life? Is yeah, it fair. an interesting thing for Lucas as a character to have this suffering, tortured artist persona because his brother, granted, yes, suffered in an injury, has been dealing with this really terrible year, but like your brother's in the NBA and you're trying to write another book when your first book was about the girl that broke your heart? Like, I don't know. I'm having this like aha moment of, oh, does it track? For sure. I mean, it's economic yeah. anxiety. Absolutely tracks. When you grow up a poor kid, man, it mm. I I get butt hurt about stuff. Like I mm. hate fashion. I hate fashion because my whole life I got made fun of for wearing hand-me-down clothes and mm. High waters. Oh, those bitches at school made so much fun of me for wearing high water jeans because I would grow out of them so fast. And I just, as an adult, mm -hmm. tense up about that shit. And so I can understand Lucas Scott being the kid who came mm -hmm. from less, being like, don't you look at me like I'm not as much as everybody else. Like, don't pity yeah. me. You know, yeah. I am enough. And knowing he's going to want to provide for a family and like not have Lindsay have to carry the financial burden the way that he saw his mom carry that burden. I think that's got to be a trigger point for him too, wanting to be mm. able to also contribute to a household. Well, I do like Lucas and Lindsay together. In a I world where too. Peyton Sawyer's back with Jake Jagelski, oh. they would have lived happily ever after and like had beautiful little bookie babies and like they'd have been great. <laughs> yeah, they 
they really are good together. Yeah. They are. Oh, and Michaela's just so fun, you know? Mm-hmm. She's a good actress, but she's also just fun mm-hmm. on set. Um, when Peyton knocks at the door, she's so happy. Like, <laughs> she can't wait to show Peyton that ring. She holds it up. Oh, yeah. Guys, in in my notes, which are all, like, the quotes <laughs> and the things so we can talk about them, just all in caps, and then Peyton. <laughs> just, it's the one row of caps in my whole Ooh. note section. Oh, boy. Dude. You... You coming to apologize? Oh my god! For what you did, because he still loves you, and then her holding up a ring. I can't even look at you. I'm so uncomfortable. Well, and <laughs> Lucas looks like such a hangdog. You know, if he if he was into what he was doing, he would do like what Nathan does and give like a really firm like like yes. just smile at Peyton and be like, "Hey, this is my life. Like, make yeah. eye contact, own it." have a nonverbal connection there. Instead, he's just like dodging her and looking real shifty. He's just being a little boy. Oof, my he's guy. Not ready to take responsibility for many things. Why didn't he just say it's the ring that Keith gave to Karen? Like it's a it's a family heirloom. It's not it's Keith's ring. Yeah, why didn't he say that? Because he's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there is also something about being 21. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just wanted to get married so bad. (laughs) It happens in the moment. Y'all are nodding and I'm nodding because we all did it. (laughs) Yeah. It happens in the moment and you go, well, train's leaving the station. I better get on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You think you have so much time when you're young that you're like, things will magically work themselves out. It's all going to be fine. You also do this thing where you go, oh, if the scene from the movie is happening to me, it's happening, so it must be meaningful. We assign, uh, oh, if it's happening, it's because it's supposed to, rather the than- The universe made How it do happen. I feel about this? What do I want? Is yeah. this right? Like, you, it's very easy at 21 to go- well, here we are, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing that we certainly didn't unlearn. So how did we oh expect our God. characters to unlearn it? Well, <laughs> Haley figured it out. She's the only one asking questions and just being like, What is happening here? The thing that kills me and that Mike wrote so beautifully is that Haley's asking all these questions of her friends. Mm-hmm. And doesn't know to ask questions in her own house. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it makes yeah. what's happening in her house all the more upsetting when Nathan makes it says, insidious. Forget what you saw, let it go. Mm-hmm. When all these things, because because she's going well, I'm good. It's like, yeah, it's what you just showed us, Hillary. It's like the person who doesn't see the guy in the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, I mean, I like that Haley wakes up. Like, her and Nathan went to bed not so great. And I like that moment of, like, rolling over and just checking in with each other. It did make me wonder, though, when he was saying it's not your place to tell Lindsay, what, like, let's take a poll. What do you think? Do you think Haley should tell Lindsay? No, I thought Haley did absolutely the right thing and 
go to Lucas and be like, yeah, you're going to fix this. Lucas first. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I agree. You start there. But I'm throwing a yellow card on the fucking soccer field, ladies. I hate <laughs> this thing of it's not your place. Don't get involved. Mm-hmm. I disagree. What's your friend, though? Well, that's it. Everybody will do the thing where they say, no, no, it's not your place. And then you know what happens is everyone in your life says, well, it's not my place. It's not my place. It's not my place. Whose place is it? Yeah. That's it. It's why a car accident can happen and 40 people can be standing on the sidewalk going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And no one calls 911 until one person points and says, you call 911. You do this. People need a directive. And I will say that I think this notion that you shouldn't get involved is not cool because it's what allows people who are dishonest and shitty to their partners to get away with it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think if it were, it was like Junk and Fergie and those guys like talking to Lucas saying, hey man, that's not cool. He might brush that off, but Haley is his lifelong best friend. And yeah. just cuts through the shit with a quickness. Yeah, that's what that's the whole reason for you have friends. Like, sure, you're gonna have people to like hang out with, but there are supposed to be people in your life that will call you on things and and yeah. who are gonna step up and and if you're in danger, they're gonna jump in for you and say, like, hello, you're in danger. I gotta tell you something. And that's what you need is for yeah. people who say, I love you enough to tell you that what you're doing is fucked. Wait, are you calling Peyton danger? Because that sounds fun for me. (laughs) (laughs) Peyton is danger. You're in danger, right? You're in danger, baby. Oh, man. I can't tell you how many times I have been. I get get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature <laughs> scent 
It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then... You just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order and with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. Yeah, I thought Haley, like, I, I was hoping that she would go to Lucas first and not not go to Lindsay first because that's her that's her first priority in the friendship that she's been a part of for a long time. Mm. But she doesn't even get a minute. Yeah, I mean, after a minute, like, if Lucas really continued on down that road and never told Lindsay, 
I don't know what I would do if that was my friend. I think I'd probably be like, listen, I'm going to have to tell her because I'm friends with both of you guys. I can't just like sit here. You, so you got to tell her or I'm going to. Have you ever had to do that with a friend? Like if you don't tell with a friend's like uh, somebody you found out was cheating, if you don't tell her I'm going to? No, I mean, no. But that's the move, right? Like if you were put in that position. Yeah. That's the move. It has to be, yeah. right? Y'all, listen, I'm a huge Vanderpump Rules fan. And oh. so I have had my fill of cheating this season. It's If you don't watch the show, it means nothing to you. <laughs> but if you watch this terrible reality show, you're I like, don't. Sandoval's the devil because he <laughs> cheated on Ariana. And so I'm more worked up about these strangers. So what's wild is I don't watch it. But my oh. friend Elizabeth... um who has a phenomenal podcast, <laughs> did a whole episode about this. And I was mm -hmm. like, I'm mm -hmm. watching your stuff. What? Tell me what happened. So I had her tell me about it. And then because you and Jeff watch yeah. it. Love and it. I have two friends, like two of my best friends, one in LA and, one, and, and you two in New York, who are obsessed with this shit. So all the Instagram algorithm serves me since it started <laughs> this. And so yeah. I have never seen this show and I know more about these people, more yeah. about the exposed timeline, more about the fact that these people cheated behind the woman's back when she was at a funeral. <sighs> I know all this shit and I have wow. never seen one episode of a Real Housewives or a Vanderpump. I don't know mm -hmm. if they're associated. I feel like she's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Maybe she's oh, not. Yes. I don't know. Okay, she is. Great. I, I know so much about this against my will. <laughs> I'm so glad we could give that to you. Oh, against my will. But now that I know, I'm invested. Because here's the deal. It always gets exposed, right? Mm -hmm. It always gets mm -hmm. exposed down the line. And what I learned from the reunion special is that if you're on the side of keeping secrets for someone, oh boy. you look like an asshole yeah. on, on expose day. Yeah. Um, and so... Don't hide shit for your friends. Don't be an enabler. If something happens like once, like this Lucas Payton thing in the office. Yeah. I don't know if I even consider that cheating, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Like that is a trauma bond that has a lot of like. You are a nicer person than I am. I'm also the bitch kissing him. So. That's true. You're making an excuse for your character. Yeah, I get that. You. I'm like, let me tell you what. <laughs> if, if my partner. Mm -hmm. made out with some, I'd be like, I'm I'm going to have to kill her. We got to fight. One of you has to die. Like it's gladiator <laughs> times. Who, we, pick. I know. It's super, um, it's super easy when it's fiction. It's really yeah. easy because we know these kids. We've watched them since they were little. They're yeah. just, they're just sorting it out. But when it's strangers on a reality show, I'm like, he's going to die. But that's also, remember we talked about that a while back, how you can excuse and humanize and um, have empathy for bad behavior on behalf of people you know and love, even if they're yeah. the characters you know and love. With strangers, we're just ready to like light them on fire. Who's worse in this week's episode? Nathan, who's hiding some shit from his wife. Oh boy. Or Lucas and Peyton, who are <sighs> clearly headed down a dangerous path. Y'all. It's bad. Nanny mm -hmm. Carey being like, you have pain on your face. Oh, it's on your no. eyelids. Oh. And we can see that it's not. It's not. It's just, it's so, right outside of his son's bedroom. 
mm-hmm. where he could have just gotten up for a second and poked his head out in the hallway and been like, I have to go to the bathroom or whatever. It's just, it's amazing to me. Amazing. And I really don't understand why Nathan seemed so confused. <laughs> he just stood there looking really confused. And it's so <laughs> not confusing to me. No. Did it make you mad to watch, Joy? Because yes, obviously it did. I'm still in my Peyton body. Like in your Haley body, you're like, I'm going to murder them. Yes. Made me mad. Like, stand up for your family, damn it. Yeah. Push her down the stairs. Push her, <laughs> push her away. <laughs> <laughs> and then put her in a taxi. Tell her to pack her bags and mm-hmm. put her in Get a taxi. Out. You need to leave tonight. Then the fact that you guys have that scene. In the kitchen. Yeah. And and what I thought they did so well in the edit was when he looks for you, you're looking at something. You're like in the fridge and then you're doing something on the kitchen island. And it feels like a missed connection. Mm-hmm. But my God, like. He was like waiting to tell me. As soon as I came in, he was standing at the counter like, yes, I got to figure out how to say this. I got to figure out how to say it. And then mm-hmm. Haley says the one thing that gives him an out. Some secrets are better left unsaid. I loved it when you guys were in bed and you're like, I saw Lucas kiss Peyton. And he said, maybe it was just a friendly kiss. (laughs) 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 And so when when Nanny Carey's like doing the fake paint. And I'm like, maybe this is just a friendly kiss. Maybe. (laughs) But it's also interesting that in that scene with you guys, he says, it's not your place. He needs to be man enough to tell her. Mm. And then at the end of the episode, when he's confronted with the opportunity to tell you, he can't. Mm-hmm. Because again, when you're in a situation, it's really hard to overcome your feelings and the conflict and the, I don't want to ruin a good thing for my family and she's having this time in her job and whatever it is. I, I'm also flattered by this, could be the subconscious choice. But when we look at other people, we're just like, should be easy. Say it, figure it out. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, I think that's a really interesting thing that, again, to his credit, Mike Daniels as a writer was able to weave the the ease that we have for seeing the clear black and white of someone else's situation. And then the minute that it's ours, it's so confusingly gray. Mm-hmm. He did a really good job yeah. for everyone in this episode of giving them like real emotional turmoil. Well, I love Brooke Davis's emotional arc in this because it is kind of, Morally gray. She's everyone's great friend. Like Brooke shows up for everyone. And the one little piece of candy she wants for herself is this Owen thing. And <laughs> he keeps pushing her on, mm-hmm. on all of the superficiality that she's able to use as yeah. her armor. Yeah. And it, it could go one of two ways. It could be gross and like super alpha male, like yeah. you're not in charge here. But the way it's crafted, it comes off mm-hmm. like he actually does want to get to know this person. And he doesn't yeah. care about the clothes and he doesn't care about the cars. Did you like mm-hmm. doing this arc with, with Joe? I loved it. Especially because, you know, 
we were five seasons into this show and there was this, there was just this whole like idea that, you know, TV was amazing and that everything was amazing. And in a way, I actually felt a real parallel between what Brooke and Owen were doing on screen and what Peyton did with Molly saying mm. like, oh yeah, you read a story and you thought how romantic that he carried me out of the school shooting. Mm -hmm. I was trying not to bleed to death. The reality mm -hmm. of a situation is not often how the story gets told. Mm. And what I loved about what the Brooke and Owen storyline was is that Brooke Davis as a character was like, oh yeah, if I'm always going to be on display, I'm going to figure out how to use it because I can't admit that it makes me really uncomfortable. And it it gave me this avenue to figure out like where my gratitude for our job was, but also where the discomfort with this sort of like always being expected to be on mm -hmm. was. And, and in the stuff with Joe and I, even though – for me, as Sophia, there was conflict and confusion. Um, I never felt permission to show that because the minute that, you know, you're on a quote unquote hit TV show and you say like, this is hard for me. People are like, shut the up. You are yeah. grateful. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was hard for all of us in a lot of ways. And I liked that my character leaned in and then had someone else saying, but that can't really be what makes you happy, right? I was like, "Whoa, this is this yeah. is cool." I love seeing Brooke use all of her all of her usual tricks and her cute flirtatious things mm -hmm. in the backseat thing. You know, it's like all she keeps every time she comes toward him, it's with all these tricks. Or every time he tries to come get to know her, she busts him out, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Can we? How do we weed out all this stuff? Because yeah. I actually really do want to get to know you. I think you're really worthwhile." but I'm having yeah. trouble getting past all of the things that you're throwing up to distract me from who you really are. And what I loved was that when he came to the store, oh, he I was loved basically it. like, oh, you have a gimmick? I'm not going to gimmick. And then she was like, oh, baby boy, you haven't seen my gimmicks. <laughs> you want to see them? I'm going to give you all the gimmicks. And then when I break you, I'm going to say, no, no. You said no gimmicks. Bye. Like, I loved, I loved the energy of that. But she didn't break him. Oh, yes, she did. No, he was totally playing her. That, like, he was like, fine, yeah, you oh. win. Okay, I'll give you exactly what you want. And you're going to be too too scared to actually go through with this. Oh, see, I didn't feel that. I felt oh, 100%. like. 100%. Oh, that's so funny. In having done it, it was, it was very, very much like. I remember the night in that the night in the car. It was like so visceral, mm -hmm. um, especially because he she like makes a wisecrack about his car and he gets all mad about it, which was he does so get macho. mad. Yeah, he gets yeah. so mad. And the and the irony for me playing Brooke, not that Owen would have known it, but was like my best friend drove this Comet. Like you guys basically drive the same car. I don't give a. Shit about your car. Owen and Peyton are a lot alike in a lot of yeah, ways. No, they really are. <laughs> and it, it tracks for us. Um, mm -hmm. And and I just loved that, that there was this moment and I remember being in it that night 
and just being, you know, Joe and I talking about it and him being like, it's kind of great that in every way that he pokes her, she's just mm-hmm. like, okay. Until he, until Brooke loses her mind and yes. she says, what is the comment about the fugly giant? Oh my gosh. Fugly giantess. Oh God. Oh, I so loved fugly giantess. Fugly giantess. So much. Yeah. So much because that's Brooke Davis breaking, breaking that wall a little like, bit. All right, yeah. fine. Just whoever this troll is. Yeah. Um, I loved that because then she pulls it together, but then stews about it with Jamie, yeah. which is so cute. Oh, I loved that scene of you guys out there yeah. with the chocolate ice cream. It was so nice to see the town too. Yeah. That, that scene for me with Jackson, like this whole season truly was like our season of being the best of friends. Mm-hmm. And like, awesome. you know, I babysat him all the time. Like he was just such a sweet kid. It was like a really precious moment. And then, you know, of course, like everybody grows up, like, you know, he started playing like local sports with other kids. I became less cool, but this was the year (laughs) that I was like the cool big sister and we had the best time and probably one of the like top five sense memory experiences that I have from the whole show is that scene in that blue Mm -hmm. satin tank top Mm. and Jackson with chocolate ice cream all over his face and his little so happy (laughs) and like we just had the best time and and I remember figuring out with him how that scene was gonna go and like little tricks to be like hey if you say it to me like this remember that joe said it like this and 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 this little boy figuring out how to do like comedic callbacks and yeah oh it was so it was so so great i love that what's under the clothes brooke davis i can't decide how i so lucky peel about that line (laughs) i know that's how i felt i was like i don't know if i love that they made a five-year-old six-year-old boy say that i don't love it i love it it was funny. I mean, it is real life, I guess. It's real life. But that he could see it. Like, mm-hmm. that the whole point, Owen's point was, what's under the persona of the fashion designer? And that this boy saw it. Yes. He saw Brooke's reaction to it. Yeah, it was only really at the end of the episode that you were like, okay, she's going to pull out like this high school trick. And then. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it's like it's like a cold shower she gives Owen, just like, okay, bye. See you soon. Man, I think he was calling her bluff. I'm going to go down swinging on that I one. I was disappointed. I really thought she was going down. It was like, if everyone else is miserable, <laughs> like, <laughs> at least we should get some little love. Yeah, she was such a good friend to Peyton. Like, she's been helping everybody out. She I babysat know. all day. Like, let the girl hook up with the cute bartender. It'll happen. Delayed gratification. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Yeah. (laughs) I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. 
Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions, and then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And oh. he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never girl, aired, right? I love oh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... Therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on 
my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot drama. I will say, because you, you just said, you know, the way that she shows up for Peyton, I, <laughs> that's one of those other things that I have a visceral yeah. sense memory of, is that scene with us. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting into it. I remember, you know, all the stuff we had to do to set up the fireplace, because like for our friends at home, yeah. <laughs> these weren't real houses. That wasn't a real fireplace. It's like a you have a fire safety team on set. Yeah, it's a long tube, a big like can of gas, and a guy yeah. with a big mustache, uh-huh. usually with a cigarette dangling out of his mouth. <laughs> exactly. And like, oh, that scene was so mm-hmm. special. And I remember when we were shooting it, you know, because the house was built on a soundstage. So I was coming in from, you know, outside, but there was no outside. There was no there, mm-hmm. there. And opening that door and coming in, and you were just, you were like a raw nerve. And it was beautiful. And it made <laughs> me, I was like instantly back there with you. And it made me want to cry. Like, because you just were so present in this I cannot believe I thought this was my story and now yeah. I'm here and he's engaged to someone else. And it was Ugh. like, oh my God, it was so beautiful. And then we burn the book. Come on. I'm going to burn so that book. Hillary, you cried like six different ways in this episode. <laughs> Somehow you managed yeah. to pull out a new emotion every time. <laughs> you guys know that's why I'm such a goober now is because I, I'm never going to cry again. Um, <laughs> I loved that scene. I loved it so much. I loved it when we did it. I love it 15 years later. I remember it so, so well. And I Mm -hmm. think it stands out to me so much because I I don't let people touch me. I don't Mm -hmm. like people touching me. And I can do it because I know how to be a people pleaser. But people in my life don't touch me. And Brooke and Peyton are so physically connected with one Mm -hmm. another it yeah. it's a thing that i i love because it makes it so singular like peyton and i are the same that way the scene of peyton at her mother's grave all by herself or sitting on the pool table by herself that's most like me but when you have that special thing where it's like oh there's there's that one person that's allowed to touch you my girlfriend share game is that person here where i live where she doesn't care that I don't like to be touched. She pulls me into her big bosom and she's like, get in here. So it's, yeah. I I can feel Peyton's reluctance to mm. connect with a lot of people that way, but that she's just got that one yeah. mothering person. It's so important. 
It's really interesting that you say that because the thing that struck me, and you know, we talked about it a little bit in in the in our podcast world uh, um, at the end of season four, that in that finale episode, that mm-hmm. house party, mm-hmm. we had a real like holy shit experience together, you and I. And I remember how everything felt different going into season five. Yeah. If it was locked. And it was like, oh my God, the like, the cellular memory I have watching Brooke and Peyton be roommates and knowing how that felt for you and me, Mm because it felt the closest to our initial like falling in love with each other at level five, like season one friendship again. Well, essentially it's what we were redoing. You guys, we got to come back after this five-year gap and redo what we had done season one behind the scenes. Like it's so meta and weird. No, it's so weird. And like watching that moment and we sit and we put the book in the fire and like I wrap you up and you put your head on my shoulder and I remember it. Mm-hmm. And just being like, I'm going to hug you. And I'm still like that with you. You don't like yeah. to be touched. And I touch you all the time. I don't care. Yeah. I think those people in your life are so important. Because if are. it was up to me, I would just be like, oh, God, I don't know what to do with my body. Like, I need someone else to initiate. But there's something so special about that. And I even think about, like, when we all did that that um, that prompt thing. What was it at? Where were we? Was oh, it was when we did our first, um, our first like big live thing together. Oh yeah, and and we just like stood and hugged. Like it, there really is something about the people who've like been in it with you who can wrap you up when you need it and when you don't want it when you actually need it. Like yeah, and I could feel all of that in this episode. Like I could see it. Yeah, everyone reaching for each other. Yeah, like people needing to be together. Joy, it makes me feel bad that your character is like isolated in a way. Like you're at odds with everyone or you're just like too busy to hang out with Brooke. Was it not fun? I don't want to be dismissive of like what you were experiencing in that moment that we got to do all this like feel good shit. No, it's great. I love that for you guys. I mean, that's it's an, an iconic thing about this show that made people fall in love with it. And and I mean, that friendship is reflected all over um, in Girls Everywhere. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, I uh, I think they didn't quite know what to do with me. And I think we've talked about that before where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, now she's she's married. She has a kid. She's, yeah. she's a teacher. She's basically like a mom now, so what do we do with her? Did you ever feel like some of that also came from the fact that Nathan and Haley were always so popular that like the fans were like, more Naley, more Naley, more Naley. And so in Maybe. a way, they kind of were like, well, we just got to give them more of this. And the rest of us. Yeah, they just wrote us into a corner. Well, kind of. And like, by yeah. the way, I love watching Nathan and Haley. Yeah. And I love... I love to the point of what we talked about earlier, the way they're like the missed connections in this Ugh, whole yeah. Nanny Carey storyline. They're so authentic. They're so important. But I do feel like in a way, because Nathan and Haley got married really young, Haley became the adult. so much like, yeah, so much of the, the adult. adult 
Yeah. And like, while the rest of us were still kind of doing dumb kids, you didn't get to do as much of it because your character was the wife, mom. The mature one had to be mature. Yeah. And after Nathan, what he had been through with his accident and I think Haley also, well, I, I don't think Nathan and Haley spent much time just like being BFF and getting to, you know, it was always very romantic and then struggling through her tour and then struggling through his basketball in the college. And there were just always so many things that were uh, coming at her at them. So I don't know. Maybe that's what this next season is for. Uh, what's coming mm. up? Not sure. Y'all just need to lay in bed and watch Vanderpump Rules that's together. It. That's <laughs> it. We just need to, like, I want to see them be buddies. I yeah. do. Take a lesson from the Morgan household and just watch reality <laughs> TV. Yeah. I want to see them be easy. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. So, but that's not going to happen any day soon. And when they are easy, in a way, Haley in particular, because Nathan still got to kind of be one of the boys and a brother and whatever. And there were moments that the three of us got, especially at the start of the season when Nathan and Haley were in a rough patch and the girls got to be girls. But it does feel a little bit like the writers missed the opportunity for Haley's continued girlhood Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because they were just so many dudes that they were like, well, the dudes are playing <laughs> basketball, but like yeah. she's off being a mom. Yeah. What is, what do moms do? What does my mom do? What do moms do? Moms make <laughs> sandwiches. Like what? It's so weird. You know, that's what they think, I guess. But Haley got a lot of like where we got to be roommates mm-hmm. where Brooke and Peyton got to have this sort of second adolescence because Haley had a family she she got the producing and then in the later seasons like you know hill when you left like Haley got a sister like quinn came into the mix and oh right but Haley's world has really always revolved around family and i wonder if subconsciously that came from you know her becoming the youngest wife and mom i don't i don't know i'm i've never really thought about it this way before but now my brain is spinning I haven't either. All the girls I know that had babies in high school are like the spiciest, most fun <laughs> bitches. Like, <laughs> like. For sure. Haley could have been spicy, man. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot they could have done. It's not like I was lacking yeah. in personality, but I, I think I also, I, you know, as we know, he liked to, to our boss liked to mirror what was going on in real life. And I was mm-hmm. certainly in a, in a play, personal place in my life where I felt isolated from everything and everyone. And so maybe- yeah. Maybe kind of subconsciously, I was bringing that to work as well, and and maybe I was contributing to creating that in some subconscious way. I mean, who knows? But our boss was also deeply reductive and only knew how to write women in certain ways. Like he wrote yeah. the character of Alice to be like Dude. this predatory boss, and then oh, she's fired, and guess what? Alice has slept with every single one of her employees, every guy at work, any woman, like. Oh, come on. The ba-dump bump of that was so (laughs) flat. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. She couldn't just be like a a boss lady. She had to be a whore. Of course. Ugh. And it was Rick with a toupee, and then it was Mouth's friend who was bald, and then it was Mouth also Mm. who was the nerdy guy, and then it was also so-and-so, like, 
And good for Millie standing up for herself because as Mm -hmm. much as I can't wait to see them find their way, the fact that he comes to her, and not that she would even know this, but I'm sure she could sense it. He comes to her on a rebound. I mean, I know he was thinking about her and he was quitting and he, but it was like, to me, it came across like he was reaching for her as like, maybe something good will come of this choice that I've made. Like, see, I made a good choice. Will you reward me for it? And it's like, no, I'm not your reward for making the right choice. I don't want to be the thing that makes you feel better about no. all the stuff that just happened. I super didn't like that Mouth went to Millie and said, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that guy. Hold on. I wrote it down. It made me, yeah, he wrote, I'm not that guy. But we saw what he did with Shelly. We saw how like creepy he was with <sighs> Rachel half the time. Like Mouth yeah. has been that guy. Mm. And I had a conversation with my son driving to school the other day. I was just like, all right, you never tell people what you are. Don't say that you're a jock. Don't say that you're an artist. Don't say what you are. Just mm. do the thing. Let other mm. people decide what yeah. you are. Don't talk about it. Be about it. And mouth, anytime someone says, I'm a good guy, that is a red flag. Mm. Yeah, anytime anyone has to say, I'm the good guy. I'm, yeah. I'm a good person. I'm the good guy. Mm. Mm. What I liked, though, is that she made a decision about how she felt. And then he said, yeah, I'm not living up to the person I think I am. Well, you have the opportunity to grow for sure. Yep. And that's yep. it, is that that he he got to be a kid who was like, well, I've been caught up in a thing. And I'm not proud of it. Mm-hmm. Let me be the person someone might be proud of. And I loved that when he realized he was being kind of gross mm-hmm. and saying, no, no, I'm not this, I'm not this. Then he said, you know what? Let me give you a chance. Or, or let me ask you to give me a chance. Let me show you who I am. And then suddenly it felt like we got our friend back. You know? Yeah. He was like... Let me take you to see this thing that's important to me. And then the big surprise is I can see any sporting event in the world. Here's this ballet. Tell me about why you love this. I was like, oh, God, Mike Daniels, that is good writing. So good. So romantic. So good. We're all products of our environment, you know? And when you're a kid, you don't get to choose your environment. But then you hit the stage that our characters are at. And you mm. do get to pick your environment. And Mouth had been in one that was toxic and making him toxic and awful. Yeah. And so he's choosing a new environment. And Millie is just a fucking oasis. Well, and by the way, Peyton does this, the same thing. However difficult it might be at the end of the episode oh. when she walks into that gym and says, I'm just going to pretend like... I watched this girl who lives through us and you know what I'm going to do is as hard as it is for me, I'm going to choose to be a person who's happy for you. And that speech was my favorite moment in the whole episode. I loved it. It was so beautifully done. It was gorgeous. Like Hillary, this episode for you was so good. Yeah. And, <sighs> and I loved seeing this group of friends in many ways through what's said and unsaid, through what Haley says to Lucas and challenges him, the advice she gets from Nathan, some of what 
um, she hides and some of what she calls out, some of what, you know, Brooke is asking for versus holding close to the vest, what Peyton is admitting and, and, and then trying to teach from like everyone is really, really in it. And it all gets encapsulated in that moment of, I don't know what the answer is, but what I'm going to do is show up for you and your happiness, even if it's hard for me, like everyone's just trying to figure out how to find it and how to witness it for other people. And I really did feel like Peyton in a way for all of our characters became this guidepost in this episode. And maybe it's because you do so much voiceover and you read from Lucas's book. But I don't know. I felt like all of us against those passages were just like trying to find it. And it it really made for this like cool arc that when you see that moment in the gym, you go like, everybody's doing the best they can and kind of failing, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> like everybody's really in a precarious position, but we're trying and some people are succeeding you know, better than others. Mouth is doing something right by the end and Haley and Nathan are conflicted and Peyton's crying and Lucas is engaged and Brooke mm. doesn't have sex with Owen, but like everybody's she trying. She doesn't have sex with Owen. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. do it. No, that, that thing that Mike wrote, I it really resonated with me watching it all these years later because when we lived in Wilmington, like I was hanging out with bands. I was obsessed. There was this book called The Secret Lives of the Muses, and it was about all these women who had inspired great men. And at the time, there was no cooler thing I can think of than like being a muse, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was just yeah. such like a sexy idea. <laughs> and now that I'm an old gray haired woman and I write books, I'm like, Fuck that. Why would I ever be someone <laughs> else's muse? Like, that's crazy. Yep. You have to be your own muse. And my favorite poet, Edna St. Vincent Millay, would do that. She would write love poetry about herself, about like, if I were a man, this is what I'd say about me. I'm fantastic. So boss. I love that. It's so sexy and cool. And so I yeah. loved that monologue about you can write about yourself. You don't mm -hmm. have to live and hope that someone else writes about you. Yeah. You know? And it's the right thing Peyton does with Lucas, too. I think going in and saying, I'm, I'll do it. I'll let you go because I, I love you and I care about you. And yes. ultimately, like, letting you go on your way, that releases her, too. And that is self-care. Mm -hmm. That is her loving herself and trusting that there's something better coming along the way. The oh! It's a little iffy. There's one iffy part. What? So like that leaf falls in the cemetery oh. scene and like lands on Keith Scott's grave. And, you know, it's a sign from her mom, like, be like Keith, right? We should all be more like Keith. But in Peyton, like bringing that up to mm. Lucas, it feels a, a scooch manipulative in being like, yeah. hey, I'm the Keith to your Karen. So you just yeah. do what you got to do, but I know you're going to come back to me. I don't know. I don't know if that's manipulative. It's honest. That's what she thinks. That's like how she sees it. That's what she wants to be. It's a very like good thing to try to live up to, but she could have not said Uncle Keith, which is definitely like a 
trick. Like she could have kept that part to herself. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a deep cut. It's yeah. true, but it's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah, she could have not said it. You're right. You better come back to me before I die. I'm just oh, God. <laughs> That's terrible. I know it's terrible, but y'all, kids are terrible. 21, 22-year-old kids are terrible. So we all have permission <laughs> to just be nightmares. Free pass. Mm-hmm. I mean. Now that I've pointed it out, you can't unsee it. Now you're yeah, like, oh, you're right. you ruined it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, you at the end, though, on the pool table. I loved that choice. I, was that you? Was that Paul? Did you it's walk in the room and it was Paul. all set up? That's I mean, Paul. I just thought everybody would always have you just at your desk drawing, and it was so yeah. cool to see something different. Not Paul. Yeah. What's great about Paul, we've said it a million times, is that he already knew all the tricks. You know, he knew mm-hmm. all the easy yeah. blocking, all the easy sh- And so Paul was just always up for a curveball. And that set was so fun. God, you guys, I loved when we would all be on that set together. It was yes. just, just, yeah, a really easy, fun, sexy set. You could go hide in a corner somewhere. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Yeah. Well, why don't we have an office now with a pool table? Sounds good to me. All right, all right. The episode ended with Lucas saying, why don't we get married right away? Oh, yes. That feels Oof. like a red flag to me. Yeah. Right? Lindsay's going to Some- call him on it shortly, right? I don't know. She's really excited. She's been wanting this for a while. And she finally got what she wanted. But she's so smart. I don't know. Mm. But as I recall, he he's going to leave her at the altar. Isn't that what happens? No, baby. She leaves him. She leaves him. She leaves him at the altar. Yes. Better that she leaves him. But oh, still. my God. I mean, we don't want to ruin it for anyone, but... Yeah, you can put in spoiler alert if you want. If you, yeah. I mean, if you don't know, sorry. Um, I, it's been on television for like <laughs> decades at this point. If they don't <laughs> like, know. It's like Humphrey Bogart and Egwin Bergman don't add up together. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. We clearly have not seen it, though we have some memories. But oh. if they haven't seen it, I don't know what else to say. It's crazy how much I remember filming this season. Like, I remember every part. I remember the wedding. We had fun. We were being bitchy yeah. in those pews. Yeah, it was fun. Us sitting in those pews was so mm-hmm. fun. I loved and, it. And the misdirects that come at the wedding were so fun. I will say, you you get some foreshadowing of that. Like, maybe this is my honorable mention. I don't know. But mm. skills, showing up to toast uh-huh. Luke on his engagement and being like, who is it? Who is it? Which one? Lindsay could be Brooke at this point. <laughs> that mm-hmm. comedy was so good. Strong. Yeah. What else did we miss? What did we miss? Anything? That's a, a J- Jamie calling Nanny Carrie oh, mama. I was just going to say it. Jamie apologizes yeah. I mean to for step calling on your. Carrie. No. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're just looking at the same part in our notes, which feels sparkly because that was so mama. Uh, I mean, Nanny Carrie, that was a knife in my gut, I can't imagine how you uh, felt because I didn't even play his mom and I was upset about weird. it. My first reaction was, that's not realistic. No kid's going to mistake the nanny for his mother. But I have to say, especially when Maria was younger, you know, because her dad and I don't live together. So she, if she's been with him for like three weeks at a time, which some, that's, sometimes the schedule is like that, um, when she comes back, you know, within the same day, we'll be, I'll pick her up from the airport and, or even the day, the next day. And she'll say, she'll have something. She'll be like, oh, Papa. I mean, ugh, mom, you know, cause she's just been so used to having it come out of her mouth all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's totally realistic. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's not malicious. It's, you know, it's just you're the person helping me. That is yeah. what I'm used to saying when I'm asking for help. Yeah. And what I loved is that, yeah, that's an innocent mix-up on the part of a little boy. And then that she, as the adult, takes it so far as to say, sometimes I pretend you're my kid. <gasps> As this like little bonding aside, while by the way, mm -hmm. genius point that Mike wrote for Carrie to come into Close Over Bros and shop with Millicent, being like, Yeah, yeah what was that about? I like. And I need a, and she's like, Oh, yeah, you want to go on a date like this top? Oh, yeah. And it's full single white female. It's so, totally. it is so, so, so. That makes but, me want to watch that movie again. Oh, right? Because to in a way to see Carrie in the background of a scene that's about to begin, you just go like, oh my God, she's everywhere. And then yeah. she's in the clothes of her bros top and Haley calls and says, you like, well, do I need to come home for dinner? And she's like, no, they're not here. And then they're oh. upstairs. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Every single scene gave me the creeps in the best way. Yeah. Which she turns around, boys, dinner. Dinner's ready. <laughs> oh. oh. The way it's unwinding. Oh, boy. Oh. We told you not to hire the hot nanny. We told I know. you. Everybody was right. Sure you were did. all right. Mm -hmm. Sure did. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature <laughs> scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. 
Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. All right, do we have any fan questions? We do. I just saw one. Carla, she's asking, uh, where did y'all film the outdoor scenes at the high school? And she's assuming any inside school scenes were on a set, which is correct. Yeah, the outdoor scenes were at, uh, it was UNCW. No, it was Cape Fear Community College. Cape Fear Community College. Wait, wasn't it UNCW? Where did we go to UNCW? Was it basketball games there? Basketball games were at Laney. Yeah. Laney. Laney High. And Bergaw. Um, UNCW, we did some like big, like Ernest Waddell and I did some like military stuff there. Oh, like we definitely shot stuff there outside to use that campus, but we were downtown at Cape Fear Community College. I remember the campus. Yeah. Cape Fear downtown was like our biggest because that's where the quad was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's where we were. Cape Fear Community College. Any bogey that just like happened to walk through a shot, thankfully, would just look like an extra. Like it really was the perfect set for us because we would have more extras just because people were walking to class. Did people have to sign waivers if they were walking through? No, because they put up those big signs. Oh, yeah. They would say, if you walk through this area, you consent to being on film. Yeah. Which feels a little shady, but it's how they would do it. I loved those days. Spin a wheel? I think so. Yeah, it feels like This was a good episode. It was a really good episode, you guys. Okay. I hope I've made any sense on this podcast. Post-show. It's like like, one o'clock in the morning for you. It is, but it's great. I love it. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) Guys, who's most likely to wait hours in the queue for Taylor Swift tickets? 
What is in the queue? What does that mean? In line. Standing in line. Oh. Like, Brooke Davis is not going to wait in no. a line. No. Ever. I don't even think Millie, maybe Millie would, but she also seems a little too practical for that. I think Brooke Davis would be the one who denied waiting hours, but would. You think? Or wouldn't she just send someone else to wait for her? Mm-hmm. I don't know that she would trust someone else. <laughs> is it skills? <laughs> skills. The skills who got notebooked. It's that skills. It's yeah. the skills in love. I mean, his favorite singer in real life is Phil Collins. Antoine true. loves Phil. He loves just like a power ballad, man. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So, hey, maybe he's our boy. Okay. Yeah, he would do it. Wait, did anybody in our group go see the Taylor Swift show? No, um, I didn't. I was deeply actively trying and then I had to move to London. So no, I had to give up some tickets. I'm still upset about it. Dude, Jeff and I just saw Sisters of Mercy, which is a very different kind of performance. If you're into like goth metal from the late 80s, early 90s, um, right. it is the antithesis of Sweet Taylor. Barbara. Oh, Barbara would do it with her girls. In real life. Yeah, that's yeah. the right answer. She would. She would stand out there all fucking day to make sure her and those girls got in. Yep. And she'd make friends with everybody in line. And she would probably buy food for everyone. She would have snacks. Mm-hmm. They'd be like doing TikTok dances to Taylor <laughs> yes. Swift songs. Oh she would God. teach the whole crowd. Yes. <laughs> that is the perfect answer. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. I love it. What's next week? Season five, episode nine for tonight. You're only here to know. Hmm. Oh, boy. Sounds All fun. Right. Buckle, Buckle up. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better. 
H-E-L-P dot com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, <laughs> calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying <laughs> is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keeper <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 